Hello, everyone. We are so happy to have you here. Welcome back to our Courageous Leadership with Virginia Prodan, training you to lead with courage. We are delighted that you are here. Our Courageous Leadership with Virginia Pradhan is each Wednesday and Saturday at 10 o'clock Central Time. Thank you for sending us your questions and your concerns. Today, the question that I'm, I'm going to answer for you is how your vote will change America. This week is the beginning, the starting of early voting for the March 1st Republican primary election in Texas. Early voting will remain open until Friday, December 25th. But if, of course, if you can do and vote as soon as possible, it's good. If you are a resident of Texas, surely you know that you receive so much mail, you receive calls and even requests for, um, from ca candidates to endorse them. Surely all the Republican candidates have worked for months to make their case for us and uh, to convince us to vote for them. The voters supporting the changes for strong election integrity laws, uh, pushing back against critical race theory or against unconstitutional vaccine mandate or support for low property taxes and um, um, protection of lives of unborn are very important. Voting, it's, a, it's precious to me. In Romania, at the first election in Romania as a resident of America, I drove with my kids from Dallas, Texas to Washington, D.C. to vote. You can read more about uh, my, uh, my life and about that in my uh, memoir, uh, Saving My Assassin. You can even buy the book at virginiapradanabooks.com slash product slash book. You will be encouraged and how God helped me win even in socialists for freedom and even when we didn't have ele freedom election. Under socialists, we had only a candidate, the dictator, and the results of the voting will announce to the world that 99.9% .9 of us voted for him. And that was that he was loved even though he will kill the one who will criticize them. Again, you can read more about my life under socialists in my memoir, Saving My Assassin. Go to virginiapradanbooks.com slash product slash book, and I will sign the book for you. In Romania, as I defended Christians and human rights cases, as a Christian attorney, dictator, and Ceausescu and his regime labeled me as an enemy of the state and my legal work, an act of treason. I was frequently arrested, tortured, beaten, kidnapped, placed under house arrest, and I came within seconds of being executed under the orders of Ceausescu himself. Still without shadow of a doubt, I knew that my life was in God's hands, and I refused to live in fear of what a dictator or his socialist regime could do to me. And God protected me and gave, gave me the power to shine for him in that darkness. God empowered me even to face my assassin who was sent to my law office in Romania by the dictator to kill me. 
but only 82 pounds and under five feet tall, I was not match for my assassin. A six, 10 feet tall man pointing his gun at me. I was fearful. I was terrified. My knees were shaken. Still in all of this, I heard the whisper of God share the gospel with him. And I did. And at the end, my assassin accepted Christ and left my office as a brother in Christ. God's word and direction saved both of us. Years later, he came to Dallas, Texas, to my office with a case. I did not recognize my assassin until he showed me his Securitate ID from years back. And he asked me as I shared that I'm writing my book to let him write a chapter in my book. And now you can read also his chapter in my book. You will discover what God is doing both in my life and his life. It's beyond your imagination. I'm grateful that God helped me to remain a tool in his hands and to change not only my assassin, but to change America, uh, Romania, and many other lives. I understand that it's hard and discouraging sometimes in America to be a Christian, but I'm here to tell you that you can do it. Yes, it is possible. And voting, it's one way to win and keep America free. Yes, we Americans, we will go to poll and choose our officials. What a privilege we have. Many of you ask, how would you choose the less of two evils? Should we vote for a third-party candidate? Should we choose not to vote? What is the best option for a Christian to vote? I'm so glad you ask. I believe Christians, the Christian standard for voting, it's the Bible. Christians should first turn to the Bible for guidance in every area, including voting. Yes, the Bible doesn't speak directly about how we should vote, whom we should vote for. But there are so many Bible verses and Bible directions, including Jeremiah 29, 27, that should shape our decision. Jeremiah 29, 27 says, Seek the welfare of city where I have sent you into exile and pray to the Lord on its behalf, for it is the, its welfare. You will have your welfare. Yes, as Christians, we are in exile here on this earth. We are not yet home in heaven. So starting with this standard, I believe we should adopt an approach way to vote. Christians must vote for what they strongly believe will promote the common godly good for the city and for our country. Voters should have good and solid ground for voting for policy or candidates that not only will promote the common godly good, but will also implement them. I know it's a difficult task, of course, as we, our path diverge when we decide what voting strategy will mostly fulfill that standard. But we have to choose a strategy that most 
is most biblically and ethically in an ethical manner possible. One strategy many people will adopt is no misguided strategy, meaning vote for candidates most likely to implement policy that will either promote or at least not harm the good of the city and country. This is the most common uh, type of voting strategy. We believe that a candidate has outlined really clear how he's going to promote the godly good, and we agree with them. Number two, the candidate has the character necessary to promote and to implement those. Number three, the candidate is not otherwise unfit or unqualified for the office. This approach is based on subjective criteria for each one of us. But as long as you have taken the time to be informed about the candidates, nothing violates your value, you may adopt this strategy with a clear conscience. Number two, don't vote strategy. I don't recommend this. I'm against it. Make sure your reason for not voting are truly are truly reasons are truly conscious based, not based on apathy or laziness. Voting is a precious civic function. Christians should have solid reason for refusing to vote or to participate. Number three, least bad option strategy. You decided to vote for the one candidate who at least likely to harm or to implement those godly goods. You only choose the less of the two, uh, which whatever both candidates will be harmful, you think. However, you may be able to vote in good conscience for at least bad option if you only believe that the candidate is otherwise qualified and fit for the office. Number four, third party strategy. You decided they are not going to vote for any of the two major party candidates, but for an independent candidate. Too often, third-party voters have limited knowledge about the actual candidate or will vote for candidates unlikely to actually win the election. Number five, replacement strategy. I see it being adopted later in America and even in Texas because your current candidate in the office you voted on the last election for have done not as fast as you expected some changes or things or because your new candidate is a famous TV or type of personality with no experience in the past, no accomplishment, you decided to vote for the new one just because you want to replace the one in the office. You do not completely oppose the person in the office now, but you are hoping that the new personality TV candidate might win, but you are not sure. You just wanted to see. It's a kind of gambling with your vote. Your strategy might have immoral motives or may, might be even unethical. So I ask you to evaluate if it's necessary. You know better than anyone. Whichever strategy, voting strategy you will adopt, remember 
that no matter the outcome of the election, we have the duty to seek the common godly good for our city and our country daily, not only on voting. We have to make sure that we are informed and involved to make our city and country united, powerful, merciful. Why? Because elections have consequences. And I know you understand that and you agree with me. You have the power with your vote, power that many people around the world do not have. You have the power to decide the quality of life you want for yourself and for your future generation. Voting is your chance to stand up for what you believe. Life, liberty, pursuit of happiness, rebuilding public schools, restoring freedom in America, saving America from socialism. This is your life. Take the time to decide what's best, not only for you, for your kids, but for generations to come. After socialist collapse in Romania and the free election came 40 years after socialists as a permanent resident of United States, I drove from Dallas, Texas to America, to DC to vote because freedom is precious. No voting is not good. You are giving away your power. Elections are divided by voters unless it's, it's a fraud. Take some time and learn about each candidate. If you have the time, interview them, ask them. If you don't vote, someone else will vote and make the decision for you. Your vote is your power. You pay taxes. Voting is your chance to choose how your tax dollars are spent, used. You have the, you have the freedom to be respected and not taken away from, from the government. Your social services, how they are provided. Number three, voting is an opportunity to be part of a wise change, not a gambling opportunity. Do you want to change things around you that you don't like? Vote. Voting gives you that chance. Support the candidate or candidates that helped in the past, not just promise to help community, your state, and your country, and your nation to have freedom to let you exercise your faith, and together you work before for the good of your city and your country. Number four, your family, your business, and your community are depending on your vote. Our community, your community, needs your help, your courage, and your voice. Some may not know how important voting is. Remember, others around the world don't have this privilege. Treasure it. Make voting a decision not for only for yourself, but for people around you, for your kids, for your teenagers, for friends about you. Talk with them. Make sure your voice is heard and you vote. Hope you read my memoir, Saving My Assassin. Go to virginiaprodanbooks.com slash product slash book. And I assure you that this book will encourage you to see how God changed through me, a country, Romania, from socialist to a democratic country. Remember that God wants to do the same thing in your life. Your vote can change America 
and make America free. Your vote can save America from socialists. If you want to invite me to speak at your group, please go, or your events, please go to virginiaprodanbooks.com and send us your speaking request. Until our next Courageous Leadership with Virginia Prodan, which is each Wednesday and Saturday at 10 o'clock Central Time. Remember, go and vote. Go vote your godly values. Keep America free. Save America from socialists. And be blessed. Remember, your vote is very important, not only for you and for now, but for your kids and for generations to come. You are a strong and courageous leader. You just don't know it yet. Take the time to find out about candidates, interview them, ask them questions, and make a wise decision to keep America free and save America from socialists. Until our next time, Courageous Leadership with Virginia Prodan, every Wednesday and Saturday at 10 o'clock, be blessed and don't forget to vote. But before you go and vote, go and do your homework. Teach yourself, train yourself, ask others, then vote it before. If you are first-time voter, ask your parents, ask people that you trust, they have good values, and most of all, ask God that he will give you the guidance to choose the godly leaders for your community and for our country. God bless you and see you soon. Bye-bye.